This is the Business English Podcast, episode 103. Three ways to continue the conversation in English. Welcome to the Business English Podcast from All Ears English. Get the English skills you need to achieve your dreams in global business. For a presentation, a meeting, or your office party, this is Real Business English with your favorite American hosts, Lindsay and Michelle, coming to you from New York City and Colorado, USA. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, Lindsay, how are you? I'm feeling great today, Aubrey. How are you? What's going on? Excellent. I have a question for you. Yes. This will be interesting today. Do you ever have a hard time knowing what to say next in a conversation? You know, I'm actually a pretty good conversationalist. I think I'm above average in terms of because I'm just interested in things, right? Like I'm mm -hmm. usually good with follow-up skills, but I do spend time worrying that I mm. won't know what to say next. So that's the difference. I always know what to say, but I worry that I won't. Okay, I have a follow-up question. <laughs> what about in Arabic or Spanish? Is it harder? <laughs> oh, God, Absolutely. Yes. No, right? in Spanish, it's not as hard, but in Arabic, nice. it's impossible right now. I am really struggling with my, it is such a hard language. But today yes. I had a couple of wins. Nice. We were working on numbers, and so I'm feeling motivated to go back and study again. So, okay, yeah, awesome. it's coming right along. <laughs> what about you, Aubrey? Do you struggle with that? Knowing what to say next, you have, like, long gaps in conversations or, or I'm what? I'm like you said I'm re a really good conversationalist in English but as soon as French I'm fluent enough that really it's not difficult anymore yeah. but Spanish I still am probably at the upper intermediate level okay. and there still will be times where I'll get a little nervous about like do I know the vocabulary do I know what I should say next what can I say and like you said I worry about it in advance like oh I'm kind <laughs> of worried to even start a conversation because am I going to know what to say to continue it so we got a oh question about this today, guys. And first off, we want to let you know, we get it. We understand this is difficult it. when you're learning another language, even when you're upper intermediate or advanced, it's difficult. I know it's so true because we just want to be ourselves. And the problem with that moment when we're worrying is it actually blocks our ability to go and find the words. Right. Absolutely. I think they call yes. it the effective filter, right? Where if mm -hmm. your effective filter is up, you your emotions are actually standing in my mind, standing as a block to the words you need, which is such Absolutely. a shame. Right. Yeah. That's having the confidence, having the, um, you know, practicing and having the vocab is most of the battle. But yeah. it's true. If you allow yourself to worry about what might happen or, or think that it's going to be difficult, you're you're stopping yourself from being able to get to that confidence to be able to access that vocabulary. It's such a shame. Yeah. And I, I can feel it in my Arabic lessons. I can feel that wall going up, right? That effective filter going up because I worry, oh, I'm not going to know this. He's going to ask me the next question and I'm not going to know it. So we are right here with you guys. Absolutely. Um, and maybe I will dive in and just read the yeah. question first, Aubrey. Okay. That sounds great. 
All right. So our listener says, hi, Lindsay and Jessica. I'm Mana from Japan. I'm a big fan of your show since the beginning of the show. Oh my gosh, Aubrey. I Amazing. love that. It's <laughs> a long time. It. It's a long time. <laughs> my problem with English conversations is that I start a conversation by asking a question, but I have nothing to say after the person replies. I totally understand what the person is saying, but I go blank and the conversation ends awkwardly. In my case, it's workplace. It's the workplace where I speak English and I can't keep asking questions or go so deep into the conversation. It has to be small talk. I know some responsive phrases like good, that sounds exciting, I'm happy for you, but something seems missing to have a little chat and end it smoothly. I'm afraid of this awkward ending and this is why I hesitate to start English conversations. Thanks, Mana. Oh, I love this question, Aubrey. I love yes, it. Yes, I know. It's so pertinent for all of you out there listening, for us learning a language. There are actually really two parts to this question, right? The first is when you start a conversation, what can you say after that, especially at work where you can't get that deep and you do need these small talk strategies. Yeah. And then the second is how to end a conversation because Mana talks about right. this as well without mm -hmm. any awkwardness. So yes. we're going to get into that first part today and then in an episode very soon, we'll share the second part of this answer. I'm so excited because I think a lot of our listeners definitely struggle with this. No question, you guys encounter this. And so it's really such a typical thing we want to overcome at that intermediate level to get to that near native level. But first, I mean, Aubrey, we've been talking about how important vocabulary is. What is one way our listeners can have their own personalized power list of those vocab words? Yes, you guys definitely need to try our app if you haven't yet. You can get it at allearsenglish.com slash app, A-P-P. And then you can listen to these episodes, the episodes of All Ears English, following along with the transcript and mm -hmm. add vocabulary to your vocabulary list. It's the easiest way to access new, interesting, unique vocabulary. Yeah. And the cool thing about the app is that it's hand curated. So our choice of the seven words is curated by you, Aubrey. You are the one who chooses the words that our listeners could learn from that episode. So in English, when we learn a new language, we cannot learn every single word. We have to target our study around seven or eight key words. Is that right? Exactly, right? If you are able to focus on those, and they are the words that are more interesting that most of you listening might be less familiar with, you're yes. able to see a definition, see an example sentence, and then add it to your vocabulary list so that you can use it soon in conversation. Because if you just have thousands of words memorized, but never use them, that does you no good. Yes, I love it. So guys, go over and start your free trial of the app. Go to allearsenglish.com slash app. It's available for iOS and Android. Okay, let's get into it, Aubrey. I'm super excited for this. Yeah, this is going to be good. We're going to share three strategies that you can use to avoid this problem, right? To be able to continue the conversation without going too deep because we recognize it's different when it's small talk at the workplace. You don't have a lot of time. You might not have the relationship yet to get really deep, but you want to be able to slowly build that connection, have these sort of small talk conversations. So for each strategy, we'll share a mini role play right after to show you how this would work in the workplace. Yeah, and I think I like the first strategy, right, of asking a follow-up question again, because it's a muscle we can build. It's a skill that yes. we can build. It's not a natural talent. It doesn't mean, it doesn't have any reflection of your intelligence. It's really easy. I don't wanna say really easy, but it is approachable to build this skill through practice. 
through exactly. a mental web, kind of a mental model, right? Yes. And there's so much flexibility, right? Mm-hmm. You can ask anything related. Oh you can take it lots of different directions and still not have to go very deep, right? Stay That's in the small great. talk zone and ask anything related and interesting and just further the conversation staying at that level. I love the point that you just made. It's It gives you a lot of control, right? A lot of options, a lot of control. You, if you are the one asking the follow-up question, you can actually take the conversation in many different directions, depending on what interests you. You are in control, guys. So I think a lot of our listeners might really have this feeling in these small talk conversations that they're out of control. They're losing control, right? But this gives you control coming up with good follow-ups. Yes. And I want to point out some of those um, phrases that Mana listed. The problem is if you just say one of those and don't ask a follow-up question, that's when a conversation ends awkwardly because where do we go from here, right? If someone tells you about their weekend and you say, that sounds exciting, and then nothing, there's just silence, like that's on them now, the other person to ask you something else or change the subject. And that's where some awkwardness can be created. You can totally avoid that by asking any kind of follow-up question. Right. So what you're saying, Aubrey, is that, you know, it's great to respond. That sounds so exciting, but there has to be a follow-up question along with that because it's your job then if they've shared something with you to carry on and continue the momentum of the conversation. Yeah, good point. Exactly. So let's do a mini role play to show how this would work. Want to start us out, Lindsay? Yes. How was your weekend? It was awesome. I went to a baseball game Saturday. Fun. Who was playing? Nice. And there are so many options there, right? You could say, do you go to games often? Who's your favorite team? Did you play baseball as a kid? This is all still in the small talk realm. There's so much, was it an evening or an afternoon game, right? Uh, Where was the game being played? Who, um, you know, who was the underdog? There's so much we could do here. Exactly. But imagine this conversation, how different it would be if I said, I went to a baseball game and you said, fun, that sounds exciting. (laughs) And then nothing else, right? There's this awkwardness there of like, do I share something else, even though you kind of haven't asked? Do we change the subject, right? Eliminate that awkwardness with this excellent strategy. Ask any follow-up question. I love it. Take control 100%. So good. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, Aubrey, I really like the first strategy so far. Now, is there a second strategy that we could share with our listeners? Yes. Another thing you can do is share something about yourself, right? Don't have to go deep. You can stay in the small talk zone. Often it'll be after. If you ask a follow-up question or two, even if they're not asking, what about you? You could share, right? That previous example. If I say, who was playing? And you share. And then I could say, I haven't been to a baseball game in ages, not since I was a kid. I'm sharing something about myself just to further the connection, just to make the conversation even more interesting. Yeah. And you need to do a little bit of both, right? You need to do both. You need those follow-up questions about kind of basic logistics of the event. And then you do need to share 
Um, I've known people over the years who haven't shared quite enough about mm. themselves. They're the people that just always ask the other person questions and it starts to feel awkward um, for the other person because it's almost Absolutely. like, well, they're not sharing anything about themselves. They're asking good questions and I like to share about myself, but I don't know anything about them. So it feels a little uneven. It feels weird. Yes. And you start closing off like you don't feel mm -hmm. as comfortable sharing about yourself if the other person isn't also, you know, sharing and, and keeping that give and take going. Absolutely. That will yeah. affect the conversation. Right. So maybe it's not the first conversation you have with this person, but at some point along the line, start sharing pieces of yourself. Right. Absolutely. So Let's good. do a little role play here to show how this might work. Right. Where okay. your strategy is to share something about yourself. I'll start us out. Okay. I heard you mention you have a dog. What type of dog is he? Oh, he's a Labradoodle. Oh, so fun. I've always wanted a dog, but I'm super allergic. <laughs> so you can see here, I could ask a follow-up question about your dog, or mm -hmm. I can share something about myself. It's not that formulaic, right? There's so many options. There's so much flexibility. And there's a lot of other things I could say, right, Lindsay? There's so much you could say. For example, you could have said, oh, my friend has a Labradoodle right? Uh, or I see Labradoodles at the dog park all the time. They seem so friendly, right? Mm -hmm. um, what else? Is there something else? Or I mean, we'd love so to get much. a dog, but we haven't yet because we travel so much, right? All of those phrases are, I'm sharing something about myself, keeping it in the small talk realm. Don't have mm -hmm. to get deep, right? But yes. I can share something about myself and then ask them another question mm -hmm. or change the subject. There's so many options from there, but I don't want to just be like, that's so interesting. You have a dog. Full stop, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Share something about yourself. Ask a follow-up question. These are great ways to continue the conversation. Oh, I love this. This is so good. Okay. Do we have a third even? I mean, we're giving our listeners a lot of options here. I this know, one looks so like the most challenging one. So let's go to the most challenging, changing the subject. What is this about, Aubrey? Yeah, this is especially useful if you are at work and maybe you feel like the conversation is going too deep or you don't have a lot more to say. Don't be mm -hmm. afraid to change the subject. Let's show in a role play how we could do that, Lindsay. Okay, let's show it. Do you have any fun trips planned? No, unfortunately. Yeah, me neither. Oh, hey, did you see they changed the way parking permits work? What do you think about that? Okay, right. So, so you can see here, there's not much more to say. Neither of us have a trip planned coming up. Let's change the subject. No problem. Ask about yeah. something else. This is very native and natural. There's not going to be any awkwardness here. And this is a fun way to do it to be to say, oh, hey, and then ask something totally unrelated. Yeah, we're going to tie in some vocab from the lab from episode 100. You can't beat something to death, right? A topic to death if there's nothing there. So if exactly. this person you ask, do you have any trips planned? Maybe they're not into travel. Maybe they don't have enough money right now to travel. You can't be like, oh, I want to go here. Like, it's just not interesting to them. So mm -hmm. you pivot. This is the pivot. Right? Exactly. Or imagine the, the awkwardness that might be created if you say like, oh, why not? <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah, there's all that. kinds of reasons to not be traveling that might be a little too deep of a conversation for work, yes. right? If it's yes. financial issues or maybe a death in the family, like there, mm -hmm. that's probably not a great conversation for a quick couple of minutes at work. Totally. Whereas you can always change the subject, ask about something else. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Change that subject. And this, I think, Aubrey, is where um, paying attention to the world comes in. You guys actually, we should let our listeners know the other podcast that you're on two days a week. Where is that? IELTS Energy. Yes. If you are studying for IELTS, make sure you're following Jessica and I are the co-hosts and we give tons of strategies and vocab for anyone preparing to take the IELTS exam. So be sure to follow wherever you find your podcasts.
And when it comes to the IELTS exam, we say it's so important to have your culture of thinking, mm -hmm. right? And that plays in here too, Aubrey. You're paying attention, you're, you're consuming media, you're reading books, you're watching movies, you're listening to conversations. Um, so you have something to change the subject too. <laughs> there exactly. needs to be something in the head. <laughs> yeah, if you're not paying attention to what's going on, if you didn't know about this parking permit change, it might be a little tougher to yeah. come up with something to ask. But you, if you're right, if you have that culture of thinking, you can ask about something you read in the news or heard on a podcast or what they're watching on TV, that there are so many options. Right. And then the, this one is good. What you did here, where you changed it to is so is such a go-to because you go to a shared situation. You both yes. probably drive a car to work. They change parking permits. So you both share that. That's where I would go first in a subject Absolutely. change. Right. Because yes. their their response is either going to be, I know, can you believe it? Or I haven't heard that yet. Either way, they'll be interested. They'll be interested. Yeah, you can guarantee that if it affects them, they will be interested. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Aubrey, I love this episode. Are we going to come back to this topic another day? Yes, guys, this yeah. there's more to her question than this. This is part of it is yeah. when you're having a conversation, knowing how to respond in a way that doesn't make the conversation end awkwardly. Mm -hmm. But also Mana was asking about ending conversations without awkwardness. So we are going to share that very soon. Make sure you're following this podcast so you don't miss that episode. And of course, if you're taking IELTS, go over and follow, follow the IELTS Energy Podcast. All right, Aubrey, uh, any final takeaway to keep in mind that we yeah. should think about coming away today? This is so important, right? Small talk at work is where those connections are really built, right? It yes. starts with that small talk. Then you can get deeper later, build those connections. But if you mm -hmm. don't, if you always have awkwardness with your small talk, you won't get there. So right. you need strategies to know what to say to continue a conversation and stay at that small talk level. Yeah, 100%. I love it. Thanks for hanging out on the microphone today. And I will see you in the next one, Aubrey. Take care. Awesome. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Business English, a podcast just for you, the high-achieving global professional. Want more from All Ears English? Don't miss our biggest and best podcast with 8 million monthly downloads. Just search for the All Ears English podcast and hit follow to get four new episodes per week on fluency, American culture, grammar, and so much more. Or tap the link in the show notes. Remember, we believe in connection, not perfection when it comes to learning English. Follow the All Ears English podcast now.